I see. Wow. <laughs> you know what's so funny, right? <laughs> before before we started, before like you know, um, you asked me to do this. I was actually sitting and just thinking of like the gospel scene from like yeah, yeah, yeah. 2007, eight, and I remember connection. Yeah. I remember seeing you guys, and I remember wanting to play for you like during those really? times. Yeah, man, so many times, so many times. You know, I, I was, you know, with Caleb and Joshua and them guys. So, okay, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's full circle 10 years later. Full circle, full circle, man. man. How you been? I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. Thank you for having yeah. me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's amazing. Oh, come on, man. That you have here. So, I appreciate oh. it to come on for sure. No worries, man. Now, I mean, you know, we've known each other for a while, and mm -hmm. I just thought, um, you know, I know that you're full of so much experience and there's so much knowledge and so much life lessons that you've had. Um, and I thought, you know, I'd love for us to kind of unpack that um, on, on the platform and everything. So now, man, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Um, I haven't seen you in the flesh since, I think it was Wretches Wretch launch. Yeah, in Shoreditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. 17? 16? Which 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 album? Growing over life. Um, Growing over life. Sixteen. Yeah. Oh, it's good to see you, man. Well, yeah, welcome to onto the platform, man. Um, twenty-one questions. You are going to have up to twenty-one questions or more, uh, but okay. in there you have <laughs> one pass card, one pass card only. So if you want to skip a question, you can skip a question, but you've only got one pass card. All right. Um, but we're going to start off light, 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 um, with the quick fire round. All right. Let's see if I got this up. So quick fire round, just answer the questions as they come to your head. Let's go. Who is uh, your biggest inspiration? Uh, my brother, Harmony. Harmony. Okay. Um, what song do you wish you produced? Uh, Drake, uh, God's Plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how come? Why? Yeah, that song's amazing. That song's amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, what gets you angry? Woo! <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, uh, not people not finishing things. People not Starting finishing things. Off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, when are you the happiest? Uh, when I'm in the studio and me and Mikey get that we look at each other like. It's one of those ones. <laughs> yeah, eureka yeah, moment. Yeah. yeah, those moments are like priceless. You know what I mean? Like getting in the momentum where you're able to do that um, over and over again is definitely second to none for sure. Oh, come on. Uh, when did you last cry? Two weeks ago. Why? Uh, it was crazy. Um, obviously, the whole SARS things was going on. Obviously, America's crazy. And then a very close friend of mine um, had an incident at home. Um, where uh, he basically stabbed himself. Um, so that was just, I guess at that moment, it was just a whole bunch of emotion. And yeah. you know, I mean, I was just like, are you up there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah two weeks ago. Mad. The, the, uh, what's your favorite studio snack? Uh, now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why did it change? Yeah. Now it's changed. I mean, obviously trying to be healthy. Um, uh, rice cakes and almond butter. Yeah. Wow, yeah, is it the yeah. white, them white rice cakes, them dry ones? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 those, 
have that with Amabar, I'm straight. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, well, all right. Um, who do you prefer to work with, big labels or independents? Independent labels. Independent, okay. Uh, what's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Woke up in the morning and just travelled. And just Where did you go? I'm going. Where did I go? I think it was Atlanta. Oh, yeah, up, just like that. I think I was like, I'm going to Atlanta. Oh, I love it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your studio pet peeve? One of your studio's pet peeve? When artists bring their whole battalion to the studio and then <laughs> and then you, it almost feels like you're performing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just trying to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Favourite item in your wardrobe? I've got a few. <laughs> uh, probably my Sade t-shirt. Sade, oh, okay, okay, okay. Come on, stylist. Uh, what are you most proud of? Uh, looking after my parents. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's one of, I think that's a, for a lot of people, that's actually their, that's actually their dream. Like, yeah. they do, it, it's not for themselves, it's for, yeah. you know, the people around them. Love it. Uh, biggest life lesson? Struggle doesn't exist, only process. Struggle doesn't exist, only process. Only process. Come on, you already started the gems, but we're like, <laughs> we're 11 minutes in. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> name a song that you've written or produced that nobody knows it's you guys. Name a song you've written or produced that nobody actually knows it was you. Or wouldn't think it would be you. Wouldn't think, okay. Um, uh, we, we did five songs on Mel C's album in 2015. Oh, Not a lot of people know that. Spice Girl Mel C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Top, top, I think she went top 20. Yeah, it was a good bring Jeez. back. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. And lastly, greatest piece of advice you've ever received? Ooh, has to be something I said months ago. Uh, Mike Todd, uh, focus on the resolve, not the results. Still focus on the... Resolve, not the results. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, consistency. So rather than focusing on um, the result of something, so example, going to the gym and then yeah. you do 10 press-ups and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm strong. <laughs> that's me, that's me, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, focusing more on the consistency of it rather than the result. Mm. And then consistent, the result comes. Love it, love it. Um, you've got a few seconds. Uh, uh, you, now you're asking them, oh. Bro, I did, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I got there. Good, I got there. <laughs> I got there. Love I'm it, looking love at the it. time, like, damn, I might miss it. Well, I thank you, like, thank you, man. You did well. Good. You've been practicing. Uh, no, but um, I had to. So I had to. I had to be two steps ahead. To just wonder what the questions might be. And Don't worry, we got you, man. We got you. Uh, big up, Mikey, in the room as well. Um, Shout out, Mikey. Sons of Sonics. Um, Sons of Sonics. So we're gonna start off from the top, top, top. I want to know what is your happiest childhood memory. Man. Oof, happiest childhood memory. Man, woof, that's a hard one. 
Um, I'm having to dig into the trenches to find this. That's right. <laughs> Uh, um, how does it is there an age gap? No, 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 as long as you can locate it in, in, your, in your youth, okay. Uh, man, hmm, are they that far between? Yeah, it's just there's, there's so many happy moments, I guess, hmm. or oh, moments um in my youth um uh man which one comes to mind what, what the oh, makes you smile huh. uh you know what i'll be honest maybe maybe turning 18 and going off to uni that was a good moment in my life okay um, yeah it was that that's one i can think of off the top of my head just because you know it's the yeah. transition where you're kind of leaving the mother nest and then you're kind of going off to do your own thing so I do guess that was kind of very much a, a like, wow, this is real kind of moment, but exciting yeah. at the same yeah. time. Yeah. What sure. about, uh, a, what's one of your saddest? Saddest moment? Oh man, um, one of my childhood uh, friends actually passed away. Um, but the way he passed away was a, was a weird one because um, he had an injury. So he did athletics, right? And uh, I think he threw a javelin one day um, and uh, he felt awkwardly, right? His knee was hurting or something. He, his knee just was hurting. It just didn't look right. So they took him to the doctor and then the next minute they find out he has cancer. And it was just like, huh? It, it just Whoa. didn't correlate. It didn't correlate. Um, but I guess he had had it before, but he just didn't know. Um, and then within weeks, he was dead. It was Damn. weird. I remember coming home from school. And my mum's sitting on the couch and she was just like, someone and so is dead. I was like, huh? I was like, nah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to cry about it. It, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you experience death differently when you get older than when you do when you're younger, for me anyway. Um, it was just trying to just be like, huh? He's dead, huh? It just didn't make sense, you know? That, that would have definitely, that was definitely a, a pivotal moment in, in my youth for sure. What way did it affect you, if if any, positively uh, or negatively? Um, it affected me because it didn't make sense. You know, this was a good kid. Um, digging deeper, you know, uh, he's, I guess I was the bad kid. Let's put it like that. And uh, his family at the time were very much like, you know, don't hang around with him and whatnot. But he would always hang with me. You know, I'm trying to say he would, he would knock on my door. Uh -huh. Um, and then run around the side and be and and then text me and be like I'm round the back let's go you know I'm trying to say um, so you know being able to, to kind of get in your mind uh, to a place where you're like okay that's not going to happen anymore you know this is a guy that's going to knock on my door and then run around the back so my parents don't see him or his parents don't see him knocking for me because he lived two doors away from me um, yeah so that was definitely um, interesting you know I'm trying to say yeah. that was. It, probably my first the first death that i experienced that i was just like huh? so, yeah 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 definitely looking at looking at that childhood uh kind of time what was your relationship like with your with your parents and now and is there any difference between how it was then and how Man. it is now um, help me. <laughs> um it was tough bro it was tough and you know what i'm not gonna 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you that um, it's been easy, even up until this point. Um, mm. you know, coming from an African household, bro, there's certain <laughs> rules and regulations you have to follow. Um, I know Mikey's definitely, like, shaking his head because he knows. <laughs> um, you know, but there's certain rules that you have to follow. And then it's also curbed with religion, you know, I'm trying to say. And then they teach you a whole bunch of doctrines that they try and make you follow not because they actually believe it themselves, but because they're trying to realistically trying to control you in some regard. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, it's something that I fought back a lot wow. on, you know, because it was just like, but this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And why should I do this? And you're telling me not to do this with no explanation. It just didn't make any sense. Mm. Um, and obviously at the time, uh, obviously Harmony's, you know, 10 years older than me and, um, you know, going into, I guess, the music industry, um, was always just a no-no. It's just heck, heck, heck no, it ain't happening. Nope. You know what I'm trying to say? So when I started coming through, I, it, it wasn't as bad as Harmony had it because obviously he had, you know, paved the way, things had started happening. So as much as they were very much still like, no, nah, we don't want you to do it. Um, it wasn't as bad as he got it. Um, hmm. um, so yeah, it was just a whole bunch of no's and you can't do this and I guess using God as a, as a, as a tool to kind of stop you from doing it and so many other things. And then, um, you kind of obviously don't listen and then you're just like, well, I'm leaving home. You leave home. Um, you kind of just find your way and then it works. See, that's the, that's the part. It actually ends up working. And then it's kind of like, they, it, 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 it's that, it's that kind of middle ground where they don't want to apologize but they apologize in a way that is comfortable for them without kind of burning their ego. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that balance. So, like I said, obviously now, I'm not going to say it's the greatest, mm. but it's in, it, it's, it's in a good enough place. You know what I'm trying mm. to say? Yeah. Duties are being done and, and, and everyone is living cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Definitely, definitely pivotal moments in, in the transition between... Uh, being a young man and uh, I guess being a grown man. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So. And now, now being a grown man, do you ever look back on some of their decisions and kind of understand maybe where they were coming from? Uh, to a degree, to a degree. Yeah. Um, um, everything, everything, uh, I guess, should I say the devil um, uh, uh, does is to create uh environments of fear wherever fear is he's there in it and my parents were acting from a place of fear and okay. protection okay. you know what you don't know um you're trying to protect people from so to them <laughs> the music industry was going to play for sony or Cosmo or going to play for ebenezer or bay that was their understanding of it do you know what yeah. i'm trying to say but there's obviously so much like branches that come off of it and there's so many the the, the the how lucrative it actually is is something they didn't know um <laughs> so i guess in some regard you're just like okay i get it but at the same time it kind of forces you to be like so what bible are you reading because the bible says a certain, do you get what i'm trying to say it's that it's that you're telling me not to do this but then the same thing you're reading is telling me to do this it's just like how does that kind of balance up so i guess in some regard yeah you, you kind of do um understand but then it also kind of forces you to ask certain questions like why this mm -hmm. and all right i'm understanding that you know you might not have known in some regard but then 
the God that you serve, let's, let's, let me put it in that way, the God that you serve says something completely different. Did you get what I'm trying to say? It's like they pick and choose what they want to kind of be like, well, the Bible says this, so stop this. Okay. But then it also says this. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That was the real crossroad that I, I found myself in. So yeah, in some regard, I definitely do understand. But I guess on the other side of it, it's also like, mm, maybe there was a, an element of fear, um, maybe an element of ignorance in some, in, in some regard. Um, I can be honest about that. And, and yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. Does that kind of... Not knowing. Yeah, not knowing, yeah. Does that kind of um, impact how you would want to be as a parent? What type of parent, if you want to have children, what type of parent would you, who would you want to be? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, um, the internet has changed a lot. You know, when you, uh, when you think about where things were 10, 15 years ago, um, the internet has played a very big part in just the acquisition of knowledge. So now there isn't an excuse. You know, I'm trying to say everything you need, everything you want, is at your disposable if you want to know it um so for me i think it's the, the idea I, I guess from my own understanding the idea is to basically not stop but to basically warn or to kind of give advice our parents didn't really advise us they warned us they told us not to do something without necessarily giving us reasons as to why not to do that does that does that make sense uh, and for me uh growing up and being a youngster I know that explanation about anything is very important. You get, you yeah. have to explain this to me. This has to make okay. sense to me. You can't, you okay. can't tell me, don't do this. I'm inquisitive. That's how we were made. I'm naturally going to be like, but why? But why shouldn't I do this? What's the reason? And if the reason isn't good enough, I'm going to do whatever it is and then find out. You know, what I'm trying to say. Sometimes, <laughs> I guess, in some regard, for me, it's the the, the importance of um, exp explanation, explaining something while you're also saying not to do something so okay. it's rather it's more advice rather than warning and saying not to do do you get what i'm trying to say because that's it our natural instincts are going to be like yeah no i'm going to do it do you get what i'm trying to say so yeah that's that's, that's so true that's deep i love that um so you talked about your your parents what was your relationship with your brother um, harmony man that, that was pro that was probably the relationship that i treasured the most at the time um oh, wow. I remember, I remember being eight years old and he left home when he was 18. You know I'm trying to say? He had got to that point where he was just like, no, nope, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? You guys don't believe. And he remember, he's the firstborn. So, you know, it's, you know, for him, he had a dream. He saw something, something, I guess, that everybody else except me in the house didn't see. Um, so watching him leave home at the time, I, I was crying. I was just like, this don't make no sense. Like, wow. what situation is that bad that's making you not want to be around everybody and it just didn't make sense but throughout that whole period from being eight years old up until i started coming going to la in 2010 we were in constant contact so he would come to my sports day he was like he was like the the uh the, the middle ground between me and my parents so he was that like i understand my parents saying but i get you because i'm kind of like young but I, you get what i'm trying to say so yeah. he was always at my sports day, even though he lived, I was in, you know, South London, he was in North London. And um, the relationship with my, our, our parents at the time weren't, um, he's, my, his relationship with my parents weren't the greatest. So, you know, seeing him was kind of like hard at the same time. It was, it was a real intense battle, but our connection um, never died. 
one of my best friends. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And uh, oh, that is, you know, I, I, remember, I, remember, I remember getting to LA in 2010, and he saw me, and um, that hug was a very long one. I hadn't seen him for like four years prior to that. Wow. Getting there and seeing him, that hug was it was definitely a, a long-awaited one. You know, so um, that was probably that's something it. that carried me through um, that that whole period for sure. Shout that is beautiful. <laughs> Big up harmony, man. A lot of people, I think a lot of people see him um, a little bit in the light of how you see him as that big brother who who went, yeah. the big brother who went to see out the land um, and showed it was possible. So big up Absolutely. to him, man. Um, let's, let's, let's dive a bit into who you are beyond music, away from music. But, but as a person, you, you are a walking... From what I see, you're a walking cat catwalk. You <laughs> you dress you dress for you dress for fashion fashion shows like as a normal thing. Where did that love for fashion come from? Where did the love for fashion come from? <laughs> it's it's funny how when you're actually in the moments of certain things happening in your life, you don't understand how like pivotal it will be later on. But um, I just remember being young and I guess just dark-skinned guys weren't the guys then. You know what I'm trying to say? We just weren't the looked at ones. We just, we weren't the ones. And I guess yeah. uh, <laughs> we just weren't the ones, you know what I'm trying to say? And um, mm. I guess that was, it. in my head, it was just like, all right, so if I'm not attractive in the face, I'm going to make you look at whatever it is I'm wearing. Do you know what I'm Come trying to on. say? And I'm going to do it in a way where it's, it isn't the the typical because I've never been a typical uh, Louis V or anything, and that's not to you know put anyone else down that gets that. I'm, it's lovely stuff, and I do have some of that, but that isn't the main uh, source of fashion for me. I'll go to a thrift store any day. I'll go to a charity yeah. store. I'll go to you know what I'm trying to say I'll pull together the the weirdest things and make it work. That's always mm. been something that I've always loved doing. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Um, but yeah, it was really that moment, and it was just like, all right, cool. Well, since since that isn't the case, since man's not really nice, man's gonna dress in it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, and I kind of just started experimenting and and just trying things. It's one of the things that I've, you know, it's, it's always been a part of me. Is just like I'm not afraid to try things. I'm not afraid to try it. Like I right, try it and see what happens. Try it and see what happens. Yeah. Um, see what happens. Do you know what I'm trying to say? At least I can't turn around and be like, damn, I wish I tried it. Now it's just like, well, yeah. I tried it, it didn't work. On to the next. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like where it started and then you know um, as you kind of go further in your career um, certain doors open and I've you know, been you know myself Mikey and I have had the privilege of obviously you know going to Paris Fashion Week New York Fashion Week um, we have an amazing um, fashion designer who styles us you know styled us for the Grammys and so many Who's other that things Aisha? Um, I, I, Aisha actually used to style me when I was in London before I moved to okay. LA um, but there's another girl who lives in uh, New York. Um, she's from New York, and uh, her name's Tajma. Shout out Tajma. Um, she she um, does a great job when it comes to putting stuff together for me. I'll send her weird stuff, and she was just like, she would just be like, perfect, Mr. Weird. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow we always make it work. So, you know, I love I'm, it. I'm, for that, for sure. Yeah, man, don't lose that, man. It's beautiful. I love, I love seeing. Is it? Would you say is that an, also an extension of your creativity and just your creative na nature? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like your it. expression. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, going back to um, 
what I was saying about, you know, growing up in a specific environment, certain things were not allowed. You know what I'm trying to say? Certain mm. things were not of God. Certain things were against, excuse me, everything that was to do with uh, that culture. Um, and I've always been someone that is just like against the grain. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So, you know, growing my hair, for instance, was just like, in which house? And I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. So <laughs> it's just like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. So <laughs> you either accept it or do you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. um, it's just being your truest self. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's really the discovery of you, yourself. You know what I mean? Who you really are. And this is yeah. who I am. So. And I think, I think that really, you know, the rebellion, sometimes the rebellion is not, it's not intentionally to look like it's rebellion, but it's a trying to dis discover yourself. Yeah. And once yeah. you discover yourself and you're happy with it, there's going to be people who accept that and there's going to be yeah. people that push against yeah. that. Yeah. And it takes someone who really in themselves says, regardless, this, yeah. this is me. And this is who I am, and, and that you know, and especially in the music industry, that takes a lot of uh, work to get there. But to have that before getting there, that's a beautiful thing, man. It's no, a beautiful I, thing. I, I totally, totally agree. It it does take time, and it's really just about how much do you believe it? Like, how much do you believe in this thing? How much, how much do you believe in this thing? So much that you're willing to turn your back on the people that say that you're your family. You know what I'm trying to say? Because at that point, it's just like, it has to work then. It has to work now. Because you've forsaken mm -hmm. everything else yeah, to, yeah, in, to in some respects, prove a point. You know what I'm trying to say? And, you know, the, you know what I'm trying to say? And even even down to, like I said, like, the, the, the outward appearance, you know, to them, you have short hair, no airing, none of, none of this. <laughs> their idea of the perfect son or the perfect was that. But then you kind of go against that. And then you're still getting accepted into certain rooms. You're still sitting down with some of the top executives in the game. And it's just like, well, yeah, it clearly isn't about how you look. It's about what's inside your character, you know, how you carry yourself, you know what I'm trying to say. One of the, you know, things me and Mikey say all the time is, you know, the experience is way more important than the product, you know what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. we can sit here and make as many records, you know, if someone thinks you're an idiot, they're going to walk away and be like, he's talented, but nah, he's, he's not, he's not a nice person to be around. And, that's 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 the door shot, you know. I'm trying yeah, to say so. That's true. Um, characteristics for the product for sure. Big up to everyone that's joining us so far for twenty-one uh, yes. questions with Mo Samuels, man. Mo's given us the gems. We've been talking about his childhood, uh, talking about that self-discovery and cementing that in who he is, um, and then going to America. Um, we we'll just let's get into that. So, you you've been how long have you been in America now? Ooh, I've been coming here consecutively since 2010. Okay. But we moved in 2015, 15, okay. 16, so about five years now. Yeah. And how did you, how did you and Mikey even meet? Church, church. Okay. What church did you go to? Um, Caleb's church. Caleb's dad church, Caleb, Joshua, Cleveland, um, Oakham Road. Um, Oakham Road, that's it. That's where, remember the ambassadors, they were from there, Joshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the church. Yeah, that was the church that we went to. So, um, yeah, we it was at church. But what's crazy is there was another church, my uncle's church, years before, like 2002. 
um, I used to go there, my mum's brother, and Mike, he, he tells the story all the time. And he said, he came there and he saw me and we were cool. And then I didn't see him again for like two years. And then come 2004, he's at the same church. And he says, he, he came up to me and was just like, yo, remember me from the old church? And I'm like, bro, I don't remember you. Mm. I'm like, I, I don't. <laughs> I, <my friend. laughs> Obviously, it wasn't any, anything malicious, but I honestly didn't remember. But we were always, like, close and cool from, from then, like, from church. We, you know, I'm trying to say, um, we were producing separately before we came mm. together. Um, but before production, it was just live shows. We were doing live shows for everybody. You know, I'm trying to say, like, you know how it was, the gospel scene back then. It was yeah. just uh, um, youth alive after gospel, youth show after yeah, something yeah. else. <laughs> always playing for someone, you know what I'm trying to say. So um, that's really where our, our bond kind of grew in church and stuff. And then that kind of just led on to um, the production side of things in 2009, where we, where we officially and, like, come together. And who initiated that? Who, was, who said that, look, we're just doing this separate, let's come together? It was a mutual conversation. We were on a church retreat. Um, and obviously at the time we were just, we just didn't like how things were in London. The music, why the, the music scene, it was just like, no one's listening. No one wants to work with anybody. Everyone's in their clique as usual. And we're just like, you know what? You're good. I'm good. Let's come together. You know what I'm trying to say? Wow. And I remember being on a stage and we were thinking of names. We were thinking of names, like could we call ourselves? And, that was how exciting it is. You know, you know when you come up with an idea and then you automatically want to get onto it straight away. Like we were yeah. just yeah. thinking, 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 and then you know it started off with SOS Entertainment, and then as time grew, it just you know became Sons of Sonic. So yeah. yeah, that's really, really where where the where the groundwork really started, man. You know, twelve, thirteen, jumping on fifty-three, twenty-one, <laughs> New uh Woolwich. Yeah, it was it was a very, very, very interesting but needed time for sure. Yeah. How important is U2's chemistry? Because I was looking at, I was watching a video of U2, um, Beat the Clock. It was a production. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, U2 had a production challenge and you had to come up with a beat in 10 minutes. And U2, oh my gosh. You just worked like clockwork. He would come up with an, uh, he didn't even, he wouldn't even shout the idea. He would just whisper something. You would just whisper something and then the beat would fuse. And so, yeah, I wanted to ask, like, how important has that chemistry, that creative chemistry been um, throughout your whole journey? Man, um, it's, it's hard to put into words, I guess, um, how much having him um, then and now, um, how pivotal and how, much, how needed he is because, mm. you know, you know, the, the usual sayings, two heads are better than one, you know, no man's an island. We know all of that stuff, but it's different when you're actually in a position where, like, this isn't about you as an yeah. individual. You know what I'm trying to say? This is about, um, for the greater good, this is about uh, us as an entity. Um, and, and, you know, over time, I guess from the beginning, it was just never about anyone trying to be better than anyone. It was never about any... Um, external agendas. Um, no one was trying to use anyone for anything. Um, it was really just about you're hungry, I'm hungry. Let's make this happen. Um, and every time that we have the opportunity to step into a room and uh, and make music, we don't. It, it's almost like an unspoken rule. Like we don't have to say anything to each other. We just know what we're trying to achieve. And I guess that's because of obviously you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years of just 
um, you know, being around each other, you kind of get used to each other's mannerisms. But, you know, it, it's really, I have to bring it back to the importance of the agenda. You know, I'm trying to say no one here is trying to be better than anyone. No one is trying to prove a point to anyone. We're just two young black kings coming together to do something. That's basically yeah. it. It's, it's nothing external. Um, you know, a lot of people um, in duos or in, in some form of partnership trying to prove to the other person or trying to be the leader or trying to be, you know, I'm trying to say we're all leaders. Everybody has a position to play, um, you know, and as long as you focus on playing your position, then everything will go the way it needs to. But, you know, and, and, and when, when I look at, you know, that statement um, in regards to me and Mikey and, you know, our chemistry and everything, it, it, it makes perfect sense the two marry, you know, I'm trying to say, like, I can sit in a session and not do anything and Mikey does it all himself. Mm. You know, I'm trying to say, people don't even realise there's projects that we've produced separately. Wow. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Like, even, even down to times where he would have done something that has nothing to do with me, but a lot of people don't know because it would just say Sons of Sonics. Do, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Wow. Like, it, it, it just, it's, just to, it's just to reinstate and make people understand that this isn't about who's the face or who's important. Mm. This is about yeah. the music is great. We're here to do a job. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Yeah. When it goes out, people are going to enjoy the music. Most people, eight times out of ten, ain't going to be like, let me see who's who on the song. Like, only really musical heads are really going to do. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's the agenda. The agenda's clean, it's pure, and we have a goal that we're trying to achieve. So, hmm. yeah. How do you deal with, um, in, especially in sessions, how do you deal with creative differences? So you want to go this way with a beat, we don't have that. creative differences. <laughs> That's what's actually crazy. We don't have creative differences. Like, yeah. like I said, it's just, it's, it's about position playing. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, wherever he goes or wherever I go, I follow. You know what I'm trying wow. to say? So That's if there's rare. an idea... That's very rare, you know? Bro, it's, if, he, if there's an idea that he's come up with, I have to trust and believe that I just haven't caught the wave yet. And he's caught it before me. So That's I have cool. to play my position and add one thing or add two things and that's it and vice versa. Do you get what I'm trying to say? A lot of people might, for some other people, it's about, yeah, but I got this idea. I was kind of thinking to go this way, but do you get what I'm trying to say? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen in this building. It doesn't happen in this building. It doesn't happen. And even in our day-to-day -day life, it just doesn't happen. Like, we don't have money conversations, bro. <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, we don't. It's just common, common, it's almost just too common now. You know, I'm trying to say we're too uh, intertwined with each other to even have certain conversation. It just happens. So again, when you're in a studio session with whoever it is, whenever it is, whoever's got the vibe, however the vibe goes, it goes that way and you follow. You know, I'm trying to say, you know, this isn't about anybody. This is about the record. This is about making the, the, the best of the best. So at that point, your ego kind of drops and, and everything else is, is what's the focus so love that man <laughs> yeah. um when you two bring when you two have that chemistry and you bring it together and just like you said you lot go into sessions with these big artists you know jennifer lopez um stormzy wretch bieber how do you marry because you two already have a chemistry that works how do you marry that or how do you make that work when you have to bring external big power and sometimes big egos into the room how do you manage those kind of um interactions 
Mm. Um, I'm I'm trying to pinpoint how to how to how to drop it. Um, the the crazy part of the crazy part of life in general is, is you just never know who you're going to meet. You never know what anyone's gonna say, but you can always be prepared. So, in this case, um, you know, over the last should I say two years, it's been a real transition from I guess should I say not knowing to knowing. You know, what I'm trying to say, you know, everyone this year is like 2020, the year of the self discovery all of that stuff. Um, and I'll definitely say we've been a part of that. Um, and obviously as time has gone on over the last few years, um, there's just a certain mindset that, and a certain frequency that we work at. Um, so it doesn't matter whatever energy is coming in. We've already set um, ourselves a certain way. We've already, we're already constantly working on ourselves to be better versions of ourselves. So whoever we come around, Again, it's not about feeding the ego. It's not about, you know, going against the ego. It's just being accepting of however it goes. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we try and control the narrative a bit too much. You know, like, you know, someone comes in with the ego. Let's say you don't even know. And then you kind of be like, well, why is this person? You know, sometimes it's about how you respond to it. You know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, what is your response to that energy that's coming in? You come across a whole bunch of people. I could tell you so many stories you know i'm trying to say (laughs) so many stories and you know when you're younger the automatic thing is you want to be like right you're talking to (laughs) you that's the natural thing but as you kind of grow and you become um more self-aware and you work more on yourself there's just certain energies that you know how to um i guess attend to better so in situations Mm -hmm. where there are egos and there are people who um, have 50 chains on their neck and um, well, two rollies on on the same hand like you just kind of just sit and you're just peaceful because for you it's just like this is about the record you know what I'm trying yeah. to say so yeah. this isn't about trying to you know uh, make you know that you can't talk to someone like that it's not my job my job is here to come and do the work yeah. You know? yeah. and the person that I am the truest self that I am how me discovering myself every day is what comes out in those rooms. That's what mm. people see, you know, I'm trying to say. And that's why I said to you that the, the, the experience is way more important than the products. You know, what people experience of us, what people experience of me day to day is what we live in their hearts, not how many accolades or how many plaques we have on a wall. Like, you know, that that's the very far and few, you know, I'm trying to say, mm. but you know, the experience people have of you is what actually they pass on. You know, word of mouth yeah. is the, is the yeah, quickest way to share any form of information. You know, it takes one person to go, ah, oh, he's a, nah, he's not a nice person. And then everyone's like, really? Yeah, maybe that's about that. You know what I'm trying to say? It happens like that. That's how it happens. You know what I'm trying to say? So at that point, your talent doesn't mean anything. You know what I'm trying to say? So um, the experience going into those sessions, um, you know, with those different personalities, you're kind of, you're, you're at peace in your home. You know, you're kind of secure in your home. So there isn't anything that you're trying to prove. You're just trying to, um, live in the moment um share the experience of yourself with someone else and whatever that is whether that's a rude person whatever whatever is going to be reflective in how you respond to whatever that ego is whatever that pride is wherever it's coming from you know what i'm saying yeah i love this (laughs) um with um with stormzy with stormzy with people like wretch there's a two of my favorite artists and 
you guys have this ability to to take an artist and to expand their creative landscape. So they would, you would never have heard a particular sound from them. But when they come across you lot, you bring a different part of them out of you. Is that something that you lot are conscious of? Or again, it's just that a result of the chemistry that you don't bring? Uh, no, nah, we're definitely conscious of that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you look at our discography, we've always been about going against the grain. Mm. We've always been about how do we elevate this artist? So, perfect example get hit up to send records for Rihanna, example. Now, the automatic thing for most producers would be to yeah. send regular records, because she's from Barbados. That's just the natural thing for you to do. But not many people would say, let me send a piano record. Because they automatically think, ah, oh, you know, she needs a reggae record. They think radio, they think of all of these things. And it's just like, now nah, go against the grain. Like, give them something that you know that they're capable of doing but they probably hasn't been tested. And that's how we approached Wretch and Stormzy. You know, for us, it's just always about, all right, you're a, rap, you're a rapper. There's a certain type of way that producers are gonna wanna give you a certain sound. So for us, it's just like, okay, what, 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 what sound can we go for? What can we give you that is still you, but just kind of delivered in a different way? So Wretch, tell me, right? You know, a lot of people probably Gosh. in a million years would have been like, Wretch is not doing no Afro stuff. Bro, when, bro when, I saw that, <laughs> when I heard that song, when I heard that song, I was like, I was, I was shocked because I just didn't, I never envisioned him on that pattern. Yeah. I never envisioned his delivery. And so, but I was grateful that somebody had brought it out of him. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's trial and error. This music thing, there's no perfect, there's no specific perfect way. There's no... If you do it this way, this will happen. Like everything is trial and error before you get a pattern. You get exactly. exactly. So again, that record, we was at uh, the composer show, right? Two, oh. What was it? 2016 or something? I can't remember. He was at a composer show, and obviously, you know, they play a lot of old school records. So one of the songs they played was the Whitney Houston. Sample, um, it's not right, it's okay, I don't make it. Oh, sample, yeah, yeah. right? So, we will all look at each other like, bro, this would be very, very sick to sample. Like, this would be a serious, serious one to sample. <laughs> Got to the studio the next day, um, and we started making it, you know, what I'm trying to say. Um, and for Wretch, it was just like, yeah, like, this is a new avenue for me, same way we approach six words. You know what I'm trying to oh, say? It's, it's like one of, one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> same way we approach that. It's just like giving it, doing what you love, but giving your audience what they like. So we know that in 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 the crowd in the crowd of like, I don't know, twenty artists that are all doing Afro swing. It's just like we want Rich to kind of uh, be merging as well. We don't want him to be too far too far removed or too far apart. So it's just like, all right, we're gonna make it afro swing but we'll make it in a way where it's just like it still feels like this is something that rich will do you get what i'm trying to say it's not too yeah. far removed and we got in the studio and it worked <laughs> it works it works you know six words same thing um um but you know it, it really comes from a place of patience you know a lot of people want to mm -hmm. kind of go in and, and just kind of just be like yeah 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 let's just do it now 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 it's it's, it's really a 
a patient it's, it's a patient game you know we had we was working with wretch um for eight months before we stumbled on six words you know i'm trying to say there's a comfortability that you have to get to yeah there's a comfortability that you get have to get to people have to trust you you have to trust them um and then you build that and then eventually you stumble on something you know i'm trying to say and then kind of realize okay this is the way to do it and then you try and repeat that over and over and over and over yeah again. yeah um but we've just never been afraid to try and go against the grain even if it's not what everyone is making or what everyone is doing um you try it and then nine times out of ten it works <laughs> yeah it works so we're, we're, we're fortunate we're definitely fortunate and grateful um but they're also open artists who are not very much kind of just come you know to, uh are stuck in a well i'm a rap artist so i just need to just have a certain type of rap record like that's not wretch's energy that's not storms's energy either it's just like how do we make this sound new how do we do this in a different way you know how do you how how do you look at a record and say how does wretch sound on this how does storms sound here you know i'm trying to say it kind of just go from there so it's um it's a it's a it's a constant it's a constant thing for sure and when it does work, you sell. <laughs> when it does work, you sell over 200,000 200, on Tell Me. Uh, number one album with Storms. Um, 1.4 billion streams with Bieber. Um, how do you guys deal with success? Because when it goes right and it keeps going right, there's a new Mo, there's a new Mikey that you're going to have to deal with that didn't rear its head before because there wasn't that success. So when it does basically say when it does rear its head, um, mm -hmm. how do you deal with all that success and, and added pressure? Man, treat it like there is no success. That's how I deal with it. That's how we deal with it. It's just like yeah, I remember being in school playing football and uh and uh, my teacher whenever whenever you'd score a goal you'd hear them go, Nil nil boys, nil 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 boys. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's it, it, it almost it almost it almost feels like it didn't happen, even though it happened. You know, a great man used to say, you know, only celebrate success for 24 hours. You know, what I'm trying to say after 24 hours, next you know, back to say, we're, in a, we're in a very fast-paced world. We're in a very fast-paced industry. The guy that was hot yesterday is no longer the guy that's hot today. So it's just like you got to keep turning over. Um, you know that that's that's an aspect and then you know on top of that the environment you keep is very important you know there no one can get gassed here because we have an older brother who's been doing all of this before <laughs> we even started you get what i'm trying to say so it's just like any 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 sort of funny business which there isn't it's just are you all right <laughs> Do you get what i'm trying to say like are you all right it's just it's just there's there's so many levels you know what i'm trying to say and for us we don't want to stop growing you know, I'm trying to say this is this is the elevation of self. This is the elevation of your soul um, and the growth of you as a person. And the only way to constantly grow, right, is to constantly humble yourself, is to constantly mm -hmm. look past the current success or the current thing that's happening because it's short lived. You know, nothing lasts forever. We know that nothing. It's like seasons, right? It's hot today. Next week, it'll be cold. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? And it's just about constantly um, understanding that nothing lasts forever. Enjoy it while it's there. Move on. Next one. Enjoy it while it's there. Move on. Next one. Next one. But a lot of the time is people remain at that place 
from a place of fear. It's like, I don't know if it's going to happen again. So you know what? Let me just ride as much as I can right now. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. I'm not going to put anyone down for doing that. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But if you believe in um, the evolution of self, if you believe that you were sent here for a reason, then you're always going to stumble on that. When? You yeah. don't know. But you will always stumble on it. Do you yeah. get what I'm trying to say? You always come across it. Um, and, you know, it, it isn't for anyone to get to a point of success and think oh, that's that, you know, I'm trying to say, you know, the way I'm looking at Harmony as the successful person and the person that I'm trying to emulate and be bigger than, he's looking at, I don't know, Dr. Drake yeah. and Rodney Jerkins and Timbo, you know, I'm trying to say, and then I guess Timbo and those guys are looking at all the other people that are above them, you know, I'm trying to say it's a constant cycle, you know, I'm trying to say, and once you understand that you are one person in the midst of how many people that are on this plane, you kind of just was like, all right, cool. This is a good move. Amazing. Next. Okay. This is a good move. Amazing. Next. Amazing. Next. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just about growth, constant growth, bro. It never stops. You know, the moment the success gets to your health, your head, the, the, the growth stops. Cause you, you now feel like, all right, I've made it. I'm cool. I don't have to do anything else. Like it's, I'm good. You know what I'm trying to say? And then you realize that whatever it is that you, want to achieve or whatever it is that you did achieve only lasts for that moment you know what i'm trying mm. to say it's just like being in the music industry you make a big check and you think oh, man, it's good you know what i mean you know go down to melrose real quick you know just <laughs> take a little spin there but then you realize that right if i don't invest this well this money's mm. gonna go do you understand what i'm saying it's the principle of understanding that it's a constant growth so that's why you put your money in investments that's why you put your money in things that's going to give you residual income do you get what I'm trying to say? That's that's how you look at it. Like, okay, I made this, I did this today, it's successful. How's this gonna propel me to the next thing? Okay, there's a play here, cool. All right, I've made it here. How's this gonna propel me to the next thing? That's it's constant. It's constant. It's constant. You know what I mean? So um, you know, it, it, you have to allow yourself to be around people that are gonna be honest with you and people that are gonna knock your head. If you do get a big guy, we all have now. We all have that. Do we all have that thing in us? It's just natural. Yeah. Every human wants to feel, you know, like they've achieved that thing that they've been striving their whole life to. And when you get to that point, you feel like, damn, I'm here now. But a lot of the time, you get to that point, you're like, oh, I'm here now. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And then you're like, okay, what's next? So there has, there always has to be something that's next. There always has to be, you know, the constant uh, uh, pursuit of 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 growth in yourself that boils over to everything else in your life so yeah, yeah. you're speaking you're speaking some facts like that now my brother <laughs> um i wanted to ask i hope i can't remember if lives i think they extended the time on lives okay. so um, well, there was a cap there's a, there's a cap there was a cap of an hour but i think they extended it really um so if they <laughs> if they do do a countdown guys we're just going to do a part two so we'll just start a new one so yeah cool um as you look to harmony has there ever been a time where you've had to fight to especially in the music industry have to fight to maybe get around his shadow and Absolutely. forge your own lane because you, you're not harmony's brother you know what i'm saying you're most amorous you, you're who you are in your own right um, and yeah tell me about those times and how you had to do that uh it doesn't stop i'll tell you that <laughs> it's never going to stop um and this is what i was saying to you about getting to a part 
to get into a place in, in your life where you become accepting of things. You become accepting of just that this is how it was meant to be. This is just how it's meant to be. So rather than trying to run from something, you kind of just embrace it. You know what I'm trying to say? So, you know, mm. in this case, you I can't run from it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, we have the same surname. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, if you you go on my Instagram, you see his picture everywhere. If you if you go on his, you see mine. Like, it's just it's just the inevitable. There's nothing we can do. So, um, I've become more accepted now. Okay, that's it. And it's actually a beautiful thing in some in 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 every aspect. Um, but excuse me, when I was much younger, it was just you know people people weren't interested whether uh, you was good enough. Oh, your hums, brother. All right, cool, cool, cool. And that's a pressure in itself. It's yeah. that's already a pressure in itself because it's just like, uh, okay, you don't even know if I could actually make records. You just, you get what I'm trying to say. Um, so there's the pressure side of it, but there's also the side where you feel like you don't get a look in because they're looking at him. You know what I'm trying to say? And I guess just as time goes on, you, I became someone who just, I guess, stopped worrying about that. I just stopped trying to, I guess, live in the shadow. Now it's just about accepting what it is because it's a great place to be in. It's a great thing to have someone that is blood, same parents in that position. And it's just about how you use that for your for the greater good to benefit the yourself. Good. Rather the than, agenda. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Rather than trying to uh, run away from it or per se trying to prove that Yo, but I'm my own person. It's just like, there's nothing you can do about it. You are, he's very successful and you are a part of that. So it's either you accept it or you just be mad. And every time you come across someone that's like, oh, you're Harmony's brother. It's just like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Same mom, same dad, same family. We, this is, you get what I'm trying to say? You just become more understanding and you become more about where we're trying to go mm -hmm. rather than trying to prove whether <laughs> you are your own, you know what I'm trying to say? It's just no one's trying to prove it. At least I'm not anyway. Um, and I know my brothers are not evil. So the shadow just becomes something good, something mm. that I just accept and I enjoy and I dance in it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yep, I am. Yep, yep. And then you kind of, and then they go off and do their own research and it's like, oh, as much as you're his brother, you've done mm. this stuff by yourself. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. what are you really doing it for? That's the question. Yeah. How does he feel about your success and everything? He 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 champions it. You know what I'm trying to say? He's he's like, I'm on my way out, so <laughs> you're next. You taking the pressure. You know what I'm trying to say? That's that's his thing. But uh, my success is his and his success is mine. Mm. At the end of the day, this is, this is not about one person. I have to keep stressing that. This isn't about one person. This isn't about one thing. This is about different minds coming together to make something great, you know what I'm trying to say? The, stri the striker doesn't play defense, does he? Mm -hmm. The defense man doesn't play striker, but every part is as important as every part. Because yeah. if you didn't have Virgil van Dijk, for those that know, in, in that position, playing striker, everyone's gonna be, he won't know how to take the responsibilities of what a striker has to do. Do you get know what I'm trying to say? So his position, and his responsibility is to play defense, whereas someone else's position is to play striker. Mm -hmm. And once you understand the positions that you play, your chemistry 
becomes better because it now is about the football team. It's about winning rather yeah. than Van Dyke trying to be the centre of attention. Do you understand what I'm saying? So at this point, it, everybody's success is the same. Everyone's, when he wins, I win. When I win, he wins. You know, I'm trying to say, you know, he just, not just recently, but, you know, he's got his own liquor line and, you know, that's with really Oh, yeah. Yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's something I'm proud of because I'm a part of it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's his success, but it affects me too. So, <laughs> again, understanding that this isn't about um, trying to run the race yourself. This is about all of us holding hands together and running it together in our yeah. own separate lanes. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Nadine has a question. She says, um, now that you're living your dreams, how does it compare to what you once imagined? Mm, good question. <laughs> good question. Um, I think for me, um, at this position now, I think I understand that sometimes when God blesses you, it's not in the way that you want it, but it's still mm -hmm. a blessing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when you're young and you're 15, 16, whatever, you have all these amazing dreams um, and all these things that you want to achieve and you achieve them, but sometimes not in the way that you've kind of panned out. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Um, everything is about a greater plan, a bigger plan. You know what I'm trying to say? And from a God perspective anyway, um, everything is about a greater plan for the greater good. Um, so you understand that, all right, I want to be, for instance, you know, some people are like, oh, I want to be married and have a kid by 30, no, 25. Let me put, let me say that. And then 25 comes and you're like, you know what, yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? But you might have received a different sort of blessing. Do you get what I'm trying to say? See, the idea isn't that we were, to, we're not meant to ask. We're meant to ask. We're meant to want those things. We're meant to dream big. We're meant to uh, 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 see ourselves and our future um, way better than where our present is. But obviously, sometimes um, the blessing isn't exactly how we want it to be. That doesn't mean it isn't a blessing. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, and it's understanding. Uh, when, I, when I think about that, it's just like, wow, you know, get, becoming successful, becoming a young entrepreneur. It's just like, at the time, my idea of success meant something else. Now my idea of success means something completely different mm -hmm. because the way God has blessed me, it's just like, ah, okay, you blessed me knowing what I needed without, you know what I'm trying to say, which inadvertently was what I wanted. Yeah, you know yeah. Say? It may not have happened in the way that I wanted it to. It may not yeah. have come to me in the way that I wanted to, but it was still a blessing and it was still something that was beneficial to my growth and to become a better person and be to becoming my truest self. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, I understand. Bro, I literally, I've, um, I had to move house in the pandemic wow. and um, me and my wife, we found one that we loved. It was, oh my gosh! <laughs> I even know that the name. The name it was yeah. called. Wow! It, I even know the name. It was called Hall Grove. Yeah. Who Grove? Who Grove? It was perfect. Wow! And we, you know, we prayed everything. We said, "Yes, this is it. This is it." Uh, we even got to see it before everybody else. We put in an offer. And the guy said, cool, I'll take it to the landlord. The landlord has to decide. The landlord was taking time, taking time, taking time. And then it turned out the person had placed the house with like three other estate agents. 
So wow. there were other people looking at the house. We thought we were the only person. So it ended up, we didn't get it, but someone else did. I was crushed. I was so crushed. I was like, but this is what it should have been. This is, it's got the garden, it's got the space. And um, what ended up happening was we got where we are now. And Can you where hear me? we are now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you, yeah. yeah, where did you hear me? Okay. Um, someone else took it. Yeah. And so someone else okay. ended up getting it. Mm -hmm. And then we found where we are now. And uh, one, it was much cheaper, but it had, it wasn't what Hallgrove looked like. Mm. But now we're in it it fits every single thing that we need everything so god didn't give us what we wanted but he, but he provided what we needed and that now every single time i go upstairs or i'm in the living room i look around i'm like oh you know what god thank you you know because i didn't there's certain things you think you know but you have no idea that god might be Absolutely. preventing Absolutely. from you Absolutely. um Absolutely. You know, when we got to this place, the landlord was doing work. He was putting in new carpets, new fridge, new cooker. And when we spoke to him, I said, thank you so much. He said, for, he said, as a landlord, for me, what is most important is that it doesn't feel like a house, but it feels like a home for you. Mm. That is of my, because if, we, if I invest in it, then I, I believe that you'll take care of it. I was like, oh my gosh. So it's true what you're saying. Like you can think this is what you want. Get there and it falls to pieces. And it takes patience and understanding what is meant for you will come for you. Yes, sir. Accepting that yeah. and uh, being able to let go of things that you think, you know, were yours, you know. Absolutely. Oh, it's plain and simple right there, man. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, JK had a question. Um, are you the type of producer that puts their vocals on a track or are you just, are you just the producer that will just produce? Would you, put the, would you lay down the track? Are you the type of producer that puts their vocals on the track? I'm trying to understand that question because there's so you know, many ways to do it. So, you know, some, some producers would be like, oh, this is how I think the chorus would be. And they would lay down that vocal as a track or as a bass. Oh, oh, for, like for the melody artist. Line, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, a lot, a lot, on a lot of the records with Wretch, I'm singing on the backgrounds. Is that? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the records. Um, Grown Over Life, you give me something I can feel. That was my vocal. Um, mm. On Tell Me, there's some male vocals. That's my vocal in the back. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch, you know, this is a creative space, you know, I'm trying to say, and, uh, you know, it's just about, you know, exercising those creativities in whatever mm. way possible. And to get that agenda. To get that agenda and being confident about it, you know, I'm trying to say, until you try, you won't know. So, you know, if I do it <laughs> and it doesn't sound good, well, I tried it, so it doesn't, you know, I'm trying to say, but yeah. kind of sitting and go, right, this could sound good, but thinking, right, nah, I'm not really meant to, it's just, you're just doing the, the, the record, the artists, the people in the room, disjustice. You know what I mean? That means you're not really being really honest about what you think and how you feel about the record. Mm. So, yeah, man, um, this is not just about, you know, pressing the keyboard. Most times I'd rather not. I'd rather jump in a booth and do a melody line. Come on. Yeah, I'm trying to say, and, and my job's done. You know, creativity can come from any angle. However, just embrace it, man, and, and you know, uh, 
give that out. We need it. Yeah. Cool, man. Two more points I want to go to. Um, I want to talk about the business music, not the music business. I want to talk about the business music um, because that is what it, that's, the, that's the way it goes, actually. That's the, that's the right way around. Um, how do you not start the conversation um, about splits? I know you um, do split sheets. and How do you start that monetary conversation when it's all about the vibe, it's all about the agenda, when it's all about the bigger picture, but we still need to take care of business. Is that something you start in the beginning? Or uh, would you do a whole track and then talk after? Uh, usually after. Like it, 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 really, it really depends on the type of client we get. So everything is case by case. So someone like Justin, you're not going to go into the session and be like, yo, brother. So obviously, <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say, or you're not going to make the record and after be like, yo, Justin, so what are we saying? What's the split? You get what I'm trying to say? Like, it's different. It's, it's case by case. It's different. Um, different artists um, have, are in different positions that need different attention. Mm. So for someone like Justin, you know the paperwork is going to get done. So you don't really talk about that. Okay. You don't, you don't, you know that there, there's no way Universal, a, uh, a renowned corporate company is going to yeah. release a record without making sure that proper paperwork or business is done. It's assumed it, you're being sued period yeah. off rip. <laughs> they don't want that. They don't, they don't want that energy. You know what I'm yeah. trying to say? Whereas for an independent artist, um, that doesn't have any necessarily any backing or infrastructure. Any, any structure, you have to, as a producer, safeguard yourself. So most times it's like, all right, no problem. Okay, so what's your budget? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because there isn't no safeguarding. And what tends to happen in situations like that is we do this thing where it's just like, all right, cool, you know, I believe in you, cool. And then we make 20 records, 15 records, and then either they don't have either they don't have the funds or are in the financial position to do it or you know they're like well let's just do splits and it's just like cool but <laughs> where's my time being made up for you know what i'm trying to say because time you can't get time back money it comes and it goes you know what i'm trying to say time you can't get time back yeah. you know what i'm trying to say so it's case by case and um but you know 80 to 90 percent of the time business is always done after you know mm -hmm. what i'm trying to say okay okay whereas in some other cases it's just like mr man so before we get into the studio <laughs> what does this mean do you get what i'm trying to say it's like, what is it like you know what i'm saying um but you know everyone has to eat everyone has to make sure that they're in good position you know no uh, and for those who might not know what is what is a split sheet um so a split sheet is basically a form um, by the way, just before I explain that, we've never done split sheets. Oh, wow. I can't remember the last time that me and Mikey done a split sheet. Wow. It's just emails. Yo, offer it. This is what we're getting. Period. And, you know, we're, we're you know, negotiable guys. We're open, obviously, if it makes sense. But most times is everyone just understands the positions that we are. And a lot of the people that we work with, we're actually friends with. So... Mm -hmm. It just never becomes awkward like that. That's nice. That's nice. But <laughs> I digress. Um, a split sheet is a form basically that um, is usually given out in certain sessions um, at the end of the session where people, um, I guess, write down um, what percentage they would, 
they believe that they're entitled to. Um, sometimes with that, I guess, at the end of a session, it kind of spoils the mood of the record. Mm. That was gone. Um, you know, it's just like, we just made a dope record. Let's at least listen to it, breathe, go away, you know, marinate with it. You know, you're already kind of throwing a split sheet in my face. It, it can It can really dampen the mood if you're not, I guess, reading the room and, you know, being sensitive to the vibe, um, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, yeah, that's that's basically what split sheet is. Nice. Uh, someone had a question here. Uh, big up, Governor B. I just saw that. Someone said... <laughs> uh, Governor B said, how do you prevent yourself from getting bitter with the people who doubted you now that you've had... Uh, what is it? Now that you've had career success. How do you prevent yourself from getting bitter? Um, good question. <laughs> and I know why he's asking me that. <laughs> um, do you know what it is? It's... It's easy to be like, oh, it's part of the process. But you know, for me, um, no, and I'll be honest, it's easy to do that. It's easy to say, oh, it's a part of the process. And you know, some people are not going to believe in you. And yes, I understand that. But um, this isn't about anyone but me. See, I had to get to the stage where this isn't about any external parties, but Mr. Moses Samuels. This is about the evolution of me. You know, this is about every experience that I found myself in um, was to benefit myself, was to benefit the growth of me as a human being. So all those people that doubted me or all the people that um, were, you know, not on the side or didn't, wasn't really, you know, messing with us at the time, looking at it now, it's just like, you understand that, you know what, you were just playing a position that was beneficial to me. That's it. You know, I'm trying to say, if you didn't do what you did, it wouldn't have pushed me to do this. If you didn't say what you said, it wouldn't have pushed me. So now it goes back to what I was saying about becoming accepting because you realize that this isn't about anybody else. This is about me. This is about how to be a better version of myself in every way, not just music, in life in general. And the experiences we go through are there to push us to that position where um you know those things make up who we are you know i'm trying to say um and by the way none of those things are ever for negative purposes not at least from god anyway everything is always positive uh, whatever perspective you decide to see so looking at it now it's just like at certain points of my life i was definitely better i was definitely like what what them man there them man there gonna see what do you get what i'm trying to say now <laughs> being much older and being in the position and and doing a lot of so, doing a lot of soul searching and um, evolution and um, evolving into um, the new me. You understand that those things were just placed yeah. to push you into a specific place. You know, what I'm trying to say those things were put there to make you experience something that will benefit you. You know, what I'm trying to say good or bad, and I say good or bad because good and bad is relative, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to say, like, however we want to look at it, it was for the benefit benefit of me. Those things happening was for me. It was for yeah. me to be like, okay, this is something that I don't like about myself. This is something that I need to improve on. This is something, do you get what I'm trying to say? And it's just like, okay, I'm not even mad at you anymore because you were just playing a position that yeah. you, was, you was placed in that position for a reason. It was to benefit me. You may not realize it, but now it's like, okay, I get it now. You know what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say, and I, I had to grow within myself and become so much accepting and so much so become really understanding of 
I guess how God works in situations like that. Um, you know, like I said to you before, like struggle doesn't exist, only process. You know, I'm trying to say like, um, if you if you look at who God is and uh, what he represents, what the divine represents, it's never about anything negative. And even though it comes across as negative, yeah. even though this, um, the, the present situation is negative, the other perspective is, is it has to happen in order to push you to get to this place. It has to, it has to transpire in order to make you think this way. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, someone, a great person said, if there was no good, you would, there, if, if you didn't know what good, if, you, if there was no good, there wouldn't be no bad. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like you need, you need the, the, the you need a balance. There has to be the spectrum of both. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, perfect example. There's a book that I've been reading, Conversation with God. A, a few people that are on here know the, the book. And the book is just like, if there were no litigations, there'd be no lawyers. Yeah. If there was no illnesses, there would be no doctors. Same way we look at God. If there was no problems, there would be no need of God. Do, do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. everything has to transpire the way it needs to because it's, it benefits those in question. So in this case, the people that doubted me, I needed you to doubt me. You had to, you had to do that because it was only going to push me into a place where I'm like, okay, you're doubting me. So now I have to prove that I am what it is. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But being older, I look at it now like I'm like, oh, it had to happen that way. So now I'm not even mad at you no more because you were just playing the position that you was placed in. That's it, you know? So. It's a growth thing. It's all for the benefit of me and anyone else that's listening. Understand that it's all for the benefit of yourself. It's yeah. never about that person. That person's just playing a position that they've been placed in. That's it. We've got a comment here from uh, Nadine. She says, "It's not a question. Just want to say, Moses, we love your humility, your work ethic, and your passion to help others. Love it." All right, we're going to wrap this up. I've got one more question. Um, you guys are more than producers um, and you've pushed hard to just be labelled as producers but more as entrepreneurs um, and you've got a, a publishing deal, a joint venture with Peer, what is it, Peer? Yeah, Peer Music, yeah. Peer Music um, and you signed your first artist, Miss Ty, Ty. Um, yeah. just Ty actually. Um, how important was that in terms of ownership and in terms of, you know, pushing out your, your I guess your your portfolio, rather than just being seen as producers, but your business portfolio, how important was it? And how did you even do it? Uh, very important, very important. And like I said to you, where you, sometimes where you classify success and what you see as, your, as, as success and where you see yourself, um, it's not a bad thing, but if it's not in conjunction with where God's trying to take you, you might look at sometimes when you get to a place like, but this isn't what I asked for. And he's like, but look at where you are. But look at where you are. So I guess 15 years ago, 10 maybe, I wouldn't have said that me and Mikey would own a label in some respect. At the time, it was just we're trying to be the dopest and hottest producers. Um, but, you know, over time, you just understand that you're only going to be playing keyboard for so long. You're only going to be doing that for so long. You know what I'm trying to say? is you know How do you expand out of that? Um, um, you know, who is being blessed by the position that you've been put in? 
you know and again back to what i was saying about self self-realization self-growth like you understand that we're put here for other people to experience us for other people to be blessed by the talents and the tools that we've been given you know what i'm trying to say and when you start realizing that in yourself certain aspects of your life in your career become come into conjunction with that does that make sense Beautiful. so again in this in this area it's just like all right we're developing ourselves and becoming people who are open-minded and accepting and all of these things and then you realize that okay we now also want to be in a position where we're able to uh stretch our arms out and deliver that same opportunities to other people you know what i'm trying to say um so when when you get in the position when you've done certain records and you've done certain numbers people trust you people are like, okay we believe that you're able so you know we were fortunate enough um shout out to our publisher um tough morgan um vp at peer um he he believed in us um you know he signed us off of one record six words in london um wow. you know, yeah if he tells you the story he'll be like i heard that record and i knew who you lot were i knew what you lot were trying to deliver i knew what you lot were trying where you were trying to go with this and you know he signed us off of that and ever, ever since he signed us he kept on saying this isn't just about being able to produce Wow. You know, this is about becoming young businessmen. And this is t being 24, 25, you know what I'm trying to say? And doesn't know us from a can of paint, just from <laughs> just from what he hears, you know what I'm trying to say? And, um, you know, we don't even call him tough, we call him uncle, because he, he is like our uncle. Like, mm. he, he really, really um, took us on board. And um, But anyway, um, you know, obviously we had made a couple of records for Kid of Kuds, a lot of the Afrobeat stuff, and the Afrobeat scene three four years ago really started picking up on this side of the pond um and we went to nigeria for the first time in 2019 last year um and that was an, an experience in itself and uh when we was over there um shout out to our manager dana who you know took us over there had been telling us for a long time you need to go to nigeria and we were just like yeah you know yeah we'll think about it <laughs> do you get what i'm trying to say but we went um, and we just caused a, a whole bunch of noise. We was with everybody. We was in sessions with everyone. Um, we did a camp in conjunction with Universal Nigeria, and it just caused a lot of attention. Um, and they over here were like, "Yo, you know, are really, <laughs> you know, are really doing some stuff over there." And um, they became interested. And again, Uncle Tough, he was like, "Okay, this is what I'm talking about: becoming businessmen. All right, we need to get you a joint venture now." In our brains, are we ready to run a label? Are we ready to, you know, sign people in some respects? Um, but sometimes when the blessing comes, you just have to embrace it because yeah. it's a blessing. Um, and like I said, in our individual lives, we were becoming better versions of ourselves. So when the time mm -hmm. came for us to play this position of entrepreneurs and to put other people in position, yeah. we were able to handle it. You know, a lot of people think about being an entrepreneur, being in positions like you have to sit at a table and point a wand and say, do my biddings and who are you talking to? Like what you see on TV, what they tell you. Nah, bro. You know what I'm trying to say? It's clear communication. It's clear talking. It's clear, you know, and you can only learn that when you work on yourself. So when we were able to do those things, the opportunity came, came. for us to be in that position to be able to handle that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when the time came, when the time came for us to uh, have our own label, we were ready for it. You know what I'm trying to say? And um, Uncle Tough was like, yep, 
um, we need to do a joint venture. And he's been, you know, teaching us gems and, you know, just telling us things about the music industry and, you know, how to uh, make it lucrative business, you know, forget, especially in a time now, bro, where making records is, it, you, when no one's buying records, you know I'm trying to say, how it was 10 years ago, everyone's streaming everything. And we all know what the streaming numbers are, especially if it's not no Adele or anyone of that caliber, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, we know how that goes. Um, so he was putting us in position um, to be able to take ourselves out of just sitting behind the board and placing certain things and placing us in certain uh, situations that was going to benefit us long term. Um, so yeah, that happened. And then what's crazy, and this is what I'm saying about how um, everything is happening and how it's meant to, we were developing Thai two years prior to that. Wow. Prior to, prior to us signing a deal with uh, the um, label deal with Peer, end of last year, beginning of this year, we had already been developing her for two years. She was coming to LA, she was with us, we were making records, everything. And they, we were like, yo, she's the next one. And they were like, all right, we trust you. So cool. Oh, no she's not had no records out. She's not put anything, no sort of music out or anything. We were just working, you know, getting her placements. Her stuff was sounding amazing. She wasn't even really on artistry, artistry thing at the time. She was just trying to improve and, you know, make dope records and put herself in position. And the opportunity aligned with time yeah. and everything just made sense. You know what I'm trying to say? But it made sense because we were in position for it to make sense. You know what I'm trying to say? Imagine if a lot of the things that we needed to get rid of personally um, in our own life weren't dealt with. Yeah. We wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. You know, so... Um, that's, huh. that's, that's really, that's really, that's really, that's really, that's really where it happened. So, um, just, yeah, it happened. Um, she's our first artist. Um, we're really going to push next year. She also signed her record deal, um, this year as well. Um, oh, cool. So, With who? Yeah, yeah, we really, we, we uh, uh, Universal, Universal Canada, that was just oh, through Harmony. Come on. Through Harmony, so, you know, he has a, he has a joint venture with them as well. So, everything just sat in place, do you get what I'm trying to say? Everything kind of just combined but we were in position to do that yeah. um yeah. so yeah um it's 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 it, it was a good play it it didn't it wouldn't have made sense 10 years ago to have a label mm -hmm. because we just weren't in the right places right. yeah but it's time for it and we're accepting of it and we're excited for what's to come for sure love it bro <laughs> last question is yes yeah. yeah. what type of legacy uh what type of legacy do Sons of Sonics want to leave behind? When you put down the keys and you put down the business and you're just chilling uh, away from it all, what do you want people to remember about the both of you? Um, that we're goofy. <laughs> no, real talk. Like, if you, if you ever... Well, you have to come to Edit next year anyway. I'm, um, I'm, already, I'm already there. Yeah, we've got a pat in it, bro. I'm <laughs> But, um, you know, for us, it's just about enjoying, mm. enjoy every moment, enjoy every moment, um, even if it's a bad moment. Um, every moment has been placed specifically for you to go to the next level. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we've become people um, over time who understands that um, the bad times are also the perfect times 
Do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because yeah. though we need those things to happen to, to, to allow us to want to be like, okay, this is happening, so I have to find something or do something to counteract that. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's deep. Um, and um, it's almost like a cut, right? You, you hurt yourself. You don't leave it. You attend to it, right? Exactly. It's the same thing. I hurt myself right now. I need to put a plaster in it for it to heal. I don't just leave it there to just, do you get what I'm trying to say? Everything is happening the way it's meant to, and I have to respond to it accordingly. And because of that, and because of that mindset, it's allowed us to become more at peace and just have more fun, Mm. even when it is bad, Mm -hmm. when it has been bad. Let me put it that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we still have bad days. Everybody does. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But, it's about embracing those days and understanding that everything is temporary. So mm. you're in it now. That means you're going to be out of it soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, man. We're having fun. We're enjoying. And uh, I know when you come over and you come and, 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 and come and see what we've built over here. Um, yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's peaceful. It's peace. Bro, I can't thank you enough uh, for today, you. man. For even going over time as well, man. Uh, anytime, um, family, so I would do that a hundred times over for sure. Oh, I love man. I'm so proud of you. I'm Thank always, you. um, man, just I'm proud. I'm just I'm happy to see both of you just just hearing the journey behind the scenes of the work you're doing inside. That's what makes me proud because yeah. it means that you guys' output it just has no limit because the work inside is already ready. It's already ready. So I'm always going to be praying for you. I'm always going to be saluting you. I'm always going to be shining the light on you because you're doing amazing things, both of you. So big up to Mikey as well. Uh, um, Mikey. Yeah. Mikey <laughs> um, guys, big up to everyone that has joined us for 21 questions. Uh, make sure after this, click the link in the bio. Go on YouTube. We've got 30 episodes. 30 like episodes like this where people are sharing such wisdom and such experience and such life lessons and it's just like mike um just like mo said it's for the greater good of the people that people hear these things and take whatever applies to them and goes applies it to their life you know so thank you so much for joining us bro all the best uh just keep in touch keep me up to date and everything absolutely absolutely. please give my love to the family all the time we speak soon no worries, bro. Love. God bless you. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, when you finish this, share it, share it, share it, share it, share it, because there's so much that's been said in it that I feel can really, 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 really help people. Uh, thank you for your time. We're going to be back here next week, next Thursday, 9 p.m. My name is Icy, I-C-I-E Music. Um, in the comment section, can you just write down how you found it? Yeah, if there's anything that stood out to you, if there's anything that encouraged you, um, I want to know. I want to know. It helps us um, keep doing what we're doing. In the link in the bio, there is a uh, feedback form. So if you want to leave feedback, please do feel free. Or if you also want to send us a DM, whatever works for you. But let us know how you're finding these sessions. Um, We're going to be back here next Thursday, 9 p.m. Turn on questions. Thank you, man. Peace.